I like all my children, and that's who you thinking. It's about to come and make a killing. I guess it's really it's just me, myself, and all my millions. You know that they ain't even got it like that. You gon' hype me up and make me catch up like that. Cause I live for this, it isn't just a hobby like that. When they get my touch and play it, I ain't even gotta say it. They know. They know, they know, they know. They know, 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 yeah, they know, yeah, that the real is gonna rise, some other guys, I even gave them a chance to decide, that's something they know, they know, they know, they know, they know, they know, they So they know, they know, they know. Welcome. This is Aries. In the room with me today, we have Yonder and Rise the God. Um, we're here today to introduce to you this young fella. I'm going to let Yonder take it over um, because he's going to do this formal introduction and then we're going to get it rolling with the Rise the God Sports. If you didn't know, now you know. Rise the God has his own sports show, debuting today, every Monday at 7 to 8. Calling numbers, email, do all that good stuff with from freedom, everything with from I am and all that good stuff. He's going to talk about his passion, which is sports, and this is the perfect day for him to get on after we're having the coffee. So, without further ado, here we go a 16 year old with his own show. There you go, Roddy God. Okay, so uh, how are you doing today? Um, so, um, today's a very uh, tragic day. Well, yesterday was, but my favorite player, my favorite athlete, Kobe Bryant, died in a helicopter crash, and it just him and his daughter. And there's nine people total that died in a helicopter crash, but it's just heartbreaking to see someone that you love seeing play and change the game. It's so revolutionary, and to see them like pass away and leave so early and leave such a great legacy behind. And yesterday when I found out, I didn't believe it. I was looking around trying to find sources to to um, trying to see if it was real or not, yeah, right? Yeah, it was all the fake news. Exactly. And I was just like, just so in shock. And it was just crazy me seeing how someone you grew up watching and seeing their goodness and how it's just Oh, just an icon, just leave so early. So what made Kobe great to you? His work ethic and his work ethic and his will to be great. Like, just pra- wake up, practice every single day, do what he had to do. Once he got older and couldn't dunk and do all the other stuff he used to do, changed his game completely, started playing more, just shooting more instead of dunking and doing other things. And then he started his his uh, brand was growing because his shoes and his jerseys and everything and the Olympics and all the good things he was doing with that. He last year, he also won an Oscar for his uh, basketball uh, short story documentary thing. And it's just how well-rounded he was and with his dad being a former NBA player and him growing up in Italy for most of his young childhood. It's just, just crazy to see, just see him leave so early. 
Okay, well, I got a question for you. Somebody uh, emailed a question. They said, what do you think about his past? Does his past affect you? I don't really think it, it matters that much. It's all the good things that he did. I feel they overweigh the one bad thing that he, the one bad uh, thing that happened during his career. So you feel we can redeem ourselves, you're saying, from our past, right? Yes, I think you can redeem yourself if you have just one minor thing is he after that happened he just kept going doing good great things and just kept going pushing women's basketball and just kept going yeah it was a mistake we all make mistakes that's something it seems like that he years ago yeah. right so and, and if that sometimes i guess you have to say okay when does a person you know pay for the mistake like if if they've done all they could do it's like okay what does it take for, I guess, I would say for people to leave them alone. Right. You know, you know it, it gets to that point. So what was his, uh, when you look at all of Kobe's achievements, what were was his greatest achievement that you were able to witness, whether on TV, in person, or whatever? I probably have to say uh, the last two championships, 2009-2010 seasons, because he proved all the haters wrong and proved that he could win a championship without – Shaq and that Shaq wasn't like didn't have to carry him that he was his own player. Yeah, what you feel was his best game? I'm not sure. I think it might be it's between his last game or him dropping sixty points at Madison Square Garden or maybe even him dropping eighty one points on Jalen Rose in two thousand six. For all those that are listening, for our listeners to dial in number if you want to speak to Rod the God. It's 515-602-9718, or you can connect to us directly if you're logging into Blog Talk. But we're open for any questions that you have. Um, I see a caller on the line, so we're going to take this caller here. Yes, caller, you're on the line with Rod the God. Hey, how you doing? This is uh, Austin Henderson. How you doing today, Mr. Uh, Rod the God? (laughs) How you doing? (laughs) Austin (laughs) Henderson. Well, you know, you know, I know you, young man, and I know uh, a lot about you, and I know how uh, deep sports is to you and everything. And I remember you many a times talking about Kobe being, you know, one of your top athletes that you've always admired. I, you know, and again, no doubt, definitely a tragic loss, him, his family, and the other families that were lost as well. But, you know, there's always going to be this dispute on whether Kobe – was one of the greatest players to ever play. But did you know also that he held the record for the most misses? Yeah, I knew that. But you you got to shoot if you want to score, and missing is a part of the game. Well, I, I get that. I get that. But doesn't, you know, again, I've, I've never really liked Kobe as a player, as a person. I've loved him, the things he's done, the things he's continued to do. Um, definitely the mistake that he made, you know, everybody makes mistakes, right? But as as yeah. a as a fan, as a fan of the game, I always felt like Kobe was a ball hog. And so that was my biggest thing with him is that, you know, you got other players out there, he would I mean, people would be wide open and he'd shoot anyway, then he'd miss. So how, what do you think about all that? I think that for how he played, he needed to him not passing, he needed to play the way he needed to play for them to win. Like 
He's been he's been the last few years he didn't always have dependable teammates, so he had to go do everything himself and drop forty points a night if he needed to. So him just shooting and shooting was for the plan. It wasn't shooting just to be he was there to just get his stats because most of his missed shots and like ball hogness was contributed contributing to winning seasons, not losing seasons. So you so therefore you agree with me, he's a ball hog. I do agree with you some, to some part. He is a ball hog, but it was needed. It was necessary. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I can see that. I, I mean, you're right. He didn't have the players that he had, but, you know, the, a, a lot of the stats, too, were even a lot of missed shots, even when he had Shaq on the team. When Shaq was on the team, he was a lot younger and less uh, did a lot more acrobatic things as a player. He wasn't he was more explosive. He wasn't as, uh, uh, like, shooting-wise as he was in his later years. Yeah, I, I can see that. that. I mean, you know, I, I always I always thought, and tell me what you think, I always thought that as he got into the end of his career, I know, you know, he's, he's a, a Laker for life, but, you know, a lot of the guys moved on to other teams, you know, to, to show that, you know, that they were diverse and could move around and play with other players. What's your thought on whether he should have moved to another team or not? I don't think he should have moved to another team because, like, he got their Lakers went out of his way to go get him. They traded – Jerry West traded to get him after he was drafted by the Hornets in 1997. And he just, like, he owed it to the city. He won with Co- He won with Shaq, and then after that, he started playing – wasn't winning after Shaq left, and then he started – Got getting better, and they started winning after Shaq left. And the, the ch- two championships, I feel like those were his proving to all the Los Angeles fans that didn't necessarily like him that he was still he was still a good player and that he was going to stick around. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I, I I completely didn't like him as a player, you know, mainly because I thought he was just a true ball hog and. And and wasn't really a team player, but I, I definitely see your point that he, um, he he carried the team on his back. You know, I mean, I guess that could kind of be compared to Michael Jordan when Michael Jordan was with the Bulls as well, or even Allen Iverson on the Seventy Sixers. Uh, that's true. Did they win a championship with Iverson though? No, they didn't. They won. They stole one game on the road against the Lakers in two thousand one, and then. Lost four straight. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, that's that. Yeah, because I, I didn't think that. I was a, I was a huge Iverson fan. You know, Iverson had a lot of swagger to him, man. You know, not like Kobe was just a pretty boy. You know, Iverson was just swag. So, you think he's a pretty boy? He, you think he's a pretty boy? Kobe was a pretty boy, man. I, Come on, look. I mean, look at the way he carried himself and, you know, and all of that. Yeah, he was a pretty boy. I mean, you know I know what pretty boys are. He's not a pretty boy. He, he went through – he had struggles. He had trials and tribulations of going through of just – he had an image that was smudged, and he was going – with his incident in 2002, he had an image that was smudged, and he was just going back and trying to make himself come out in the clear again and be a good, a good, be a good guy. <laughs> so he had to try to make himself to be a good guy. 
I, I, yeah, he had to go I, through. I don't know. I don't know, Rod. I mean, I, yeah, he had, to, he had to prove some stuff, but it didn't take long. Heck, that, what was that, $10, $20 million ring he bought his wife? She was good after that. Yeah, but he's, he's not a pretty boy. He's a, he's a player. He's a people's player. He played for the people. He went out there and showed excellence every time, Kobe. expected excellence from all the teammates. Kobe played for And by looking at his record, if you look at his stats and records, I mean, when you say pretty boy, he was a pretty boy with the record. That's yeah. Third, fourth all-time leader in uh, – Number number one all time in missed shots. All time. Of course, all time in scoring. Five championships. One MVP. Uh, I guess if, like I guess if you deduct if you deduct his if you deduct his missed shots from his made shots, I wonder what that average would be. You could do that with any other player. Everyone misses more shots than they make. He made free throw yeah, shots, he made the shots that counted, he made the shots that took him to Great situations. Me, buzzer beaters. Hey, Rod, it looks like we have someone else that wants to join the conversation. Hold a moment. Yeah. Let's see. Yes, hey, caller, you on the line with Rod the God. What are your comments on the Kobe discussion? Good afternoon, Rod the God. This is Jazz Panther from RVA. Uh, first of all, Hello, congratulations. Congratulations on you receiving a show. It sounds like it's going to be an excellent show on this very, very devastating day where we have definitely lost not only a giant in basketball world, but a giant person as well. And I am definitely an L.A. Lakers fan, and I am a Kobe Bryant fan. And I hear the conversation going back and forth about his play, but Kobe Bryant, one of the baddest NBA players on the planet and without a doubt but I cannot think of that right now because after my daughter and my niece told me yesterday I believe it was Saturday that he passed away I could not believe it absolutely devastating even to this day couldn't watch TV anymore because so much about Kobe was on it great man I feel so bad for Kobe and his family I could not could not phantom I have a beautiful family, and for one of them to get to lose life that fast would be devastating. I just want to say that, first of all. Second of all, I just want to answer to what you all's discussion was regarding Kobe's play. Kobe, of all right. course, like Jordan, LeBron, Magic, Bird, any of those great players, of course, they're going to shoot the lights out of the gym and they're going to keep shooting even when they're missing. Jordan did it. Magic did it. Everybody does it. So you're going to miss more than you make, and I agree with you 100%, Rod to God. You're absolutely going to miss more than you make. But all of those guys are ball hogs. If you are one of the top leading scorers in the NBA on that level, you must be a ball hog. LeBron's a ball hog. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, ball hog. Jordan, ball <laughs> hog. Right? They were all ball hogs. Okay? I can agree. I can agree with that. Allen Iverson, ball, ball hog. So 
you have to be a ball hog. You have to be greedy when you have that determination in you to to play ball like that. I'm not a basketball player. I'm a football player. So uh, I'm a ball hog, meaning that whoever got the ball, they're my hog them, no matter what. <laughs> but, man, it sounds like you have a great show. Sounds like it's going to be wonderful. I hope you have longevity in it. And this conversation in reference to uh, uh, my son told me the other day, man, he called me and said, Dad, I feel like I lost a brother because we followed him so much. He he was just that dynamic of a figure globally, see? So it's, 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 it's hurting. You know, we didn't know him. We weren't that close to him, but we knew him from a distance afar. So, you know, it, it's just devastating, you see? But uh, to the young man that you were having a discussion with about Kobe Bryant, of course he would. Have, of course he would say those things about Kobe because he's not a Kobe fan. He said it in the beginning. I'm not a Kobe Bryant yep. fan, right? So of course you're going yep. to have some sure to say about Kobe Bryant, right? I'm not a Charles Barkley fan. So I'm not going to have a whole lot to say about Charles Barkley. Yes, he's great. Yes, he's one of the great 50. But he no, he was no Kobe Bryant. Not many was a Kobe Bryant. I'll tell you my top five, and I'm going to let you go. Let somebody else get in there. Jazz parents are going to let you go from your RBA. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the baddest man on the planet. Baddest man on the planet. Okay, okay. Right? the baddest man on the planet. Bill Russell, second baddest man on the planet. Michael Jordan, the third baddest man on the planet. Kobe Bryant is the fourth baddest man on the planet when it comes to basketball. That's how it works right there. Who's this? All righty. So, Rod the God. Huh? Go ahead, Rod the God. Who's your fifth? Who's my fifth? You can only get me four. Yeah. I gave you four. Well, you gave me four. You said you have Of course, my fifth is, of course, you know who my fifth man is? Magic Johnson. LeBron? That's right. No, it's not LeBron. Oh, all right. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson is the, is the fifth <laughs> baddest man on the planet. I know LeBron. If that's what James. you think. That's right. That's what I know. I know what I'm talking about, Rob God. That's the top five. So, so Jackson, Who would yours be? Who would Jazz Panther. We, we got another person on the line. But we have one more question. Who, who is your top five, young man? My top five, five. My top five. Number one, Kobe Jabbar. Number two, Kobe. Number three, LeBron. Number four, Michael and number five, Allen Iverson. And my honorable mention is going to be Shaq because he's the most dominant player ever. Boy, young man, you sure are smart, aren't you? Yes, you are. Sound like a Philadelphia Eagle. That's what that sounds like. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Rod the God. But before you go, though, who's your pick for the Super Bowl this Sunday? And why? My my pick for the Super Bowl is the San Francisco 49ers because I believe 
See, I'm a def- I'm a defense. See, I told you I played football. I'm a defensive man. Defense win ball games. So I believe the San Francisco 49ers had the best defense of the two teams, and that's what's going to win that football game for them. The defense. They're going to shut Kansas City down. They're going to shut them down and win the football game. That's my belief. Watch that defense, man. Listen to what I'm telling you. Okay, so we're going to check back in. You're going to check back in with us next Monday at 7 p.m. I'm going to check And back we'll in. continue that discussion. The show? the show is from 7 to what? It's eight. 7 to 8 p.m. every Monday. All right. Well, I'm going to check back in next week as well. This is the Jazz Panther, like Kobe Bryant say, Jazz Panther RBA out. <laughs> we have another caller on the line. Um, this caller is reaching out to us. It's like from the Maryland area. Caller, you're on the line with Rod the Guy. Hey, Rodney, I just want to say congratulations for, for starting up your little uh, podcast here. As, you know, um, when hey, I was in the hospital this summer, they, they put me at, I also had to work at this uh, radio show. It was called uh, Seacrest Studios. And I'm telling you, like, like even they didn't know how to, how to keep viewers um, attentive. But like, you know what you're doing right here. So congratulations on that. Also, um, obviously, this news of like Kobe is really sad and tragic. Um, but like character aside and his death aside, um, if we're talking about just basketball, you know how I feel about LeBron. You know I think LeBron's the greatest player of all time. And um, I just wanna, I just wanna ask you like. How do you think LeBron compares to Kobe at this stage of his career? And um, do you think he'll end up ahead of Kobe by the time he retires? Well, LeBron at this stage of his career, I feel like he's ahead of a lot of people because he has so many more years left. So I think he's going to pass Kobe all time, and he's going to be the greatest player of all time because he got, he, got, he got about five more years left, and he incorporates uh, he incorporates his game in multiple different ways more than anybody he passes, he rebounds, plays defense, shoots, scores, does everything. So I think he'll overall pass everybody as he'll be the greatest player ever. That's, that's the truth, bro. That's the truth. Because, like, I understand. I, I respect Kobe as a player. He was obviously a great player, and he lifted a franchise. Um, but, like, he, here's my thing about Kobe. Even though he won and won a championship without Shaq, um, I don't think he's ever gone through – I, I want to say, like, the struggle of having a terrible roster like LeBron did. Like, for example, the Kobe got swept by the Spurs, I believe, in 2013. And um, he didn't make it to, to, uh, to the um, NBA Finals. I don't know if he lost. I don't know if he didn't. He lost in the second round, right, to the Spurs? Yes, he lost in the second round with the yeah. Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, and them. Yeah, 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 with all them. And at the time, people forget this. At the time, Dwight Howard was like probably the the greatest defender in the league. But LeBron in the 2018 yeah. playoffs, he literally had nobody. He had Kevin Love as his as his second best player, and um he was able to at least like go to battle um with the Golden State Warriors, who I think are the greatest team, so like like the greatest super team to ever be assembled. And LeBron has steady going against Golden State Warriors. He, he's played against them in numerous finals in a row at the peak of their dynasty, and he even came back from 3-1 to beat them. 
And those are just feats that I think, like, Kobe, for example, never accomplished. He played the Spurs, who were a great dynasty, but they weren't as good as, as the Warriors, and he got swept by them. Um, I, so I'm, I'm I got to stop you there. You think the Warriors are the best dynasty? You want to talk about the best dynasty being the, the 90s Bulls? No, they won on two no, three-peats no. in, the, in the 90s. That's okay, six. That's six out of the ten championships. But but Kobe in 2009, 2010, Kobe won back to back championships with a all right roster. It wasn't the best. They had Pagasol never showed up in the finals. It was it was him, Pagasol, Andrew Bynum, uh, Derek Fisher, and Ron Test. They weren't doing. They weren't working. No one else was giving him much okay. help offensively. So. He had to do everything offensively, even though he had Andrew Bynum and Metal World Peace to hold hold uh, it down on defense. I so I think that they both had, of those they had good defenders on that team. I think championship is a true like strength in his in being able to carry a team, even though they weren't down, but he just completely carried the team through through those seasons. I mean, yeah, the, the, uh, he put the team on his back, but I'm just saying he didn't have he, – he wasn't able to do as much as LeBron did. And then also, going back to what you said about the Bulls, um, first of all, this, this, is my, this is my thing on, on the Bulls and Michael Jordan during that era. I, I think if, if LeBron played before Jordan and the roles were reversed, all these I – w- I want to say like old heads saying Jordan's the greatest player of all time, they're, like, they'd be talking about LeBron instead, and they'd be talking about how Jordan doesn't come up to, Le- to what um, LeBron – has accomplished in his career. And I feel like if the Bulls played the sharpshooting Warriors who also locked down on defense and it was almost impossible to score against them and outscore them at the same time, the Bulls would be no match for the Warriors. That's this a good point you got there. But you have to think about the defense of the 90s. It's more grit and grind. Like you have uh, Michael Jordan. He, he I think he won defensive player of the year when he was first defense of – his first – all defense team for a number, a number of years, and so was Scottie Pippen and Horace Grant, Dennis Rodman. Like Dennis Rodman, probably the best rebounder of all time and defensive player. He would just bully you at six seven and play power forward and was just so dominant. Everybody was just dominant at their positions. So I think that they could probably def- they would pro- it would probably be a tight matchup because they'd be out playing defense and. So man, I don't know about that. Yeah, I think Dennis Rodman. He was a good. Re- he was a phenomenal rebounder. He, but he couldn't put up a bucket like to save his life. He could not score. Okay, and and you can talk Draymond about Green how he is at defense. Draymond Green scores. Draymond Green can drop a triple double. Uh, Dennis Rodman can't give you ten points on offense, man. And I don't. I don't care what you, what he does on defense. Look, all you need is a pick and roll to get uh your your sharpshooter Stephen Curry off of Dennis Rodman, put him onto like a big man, put him onto a center, and, and Steph Curry is going to make him look silly. You saw what Stephen Curry did to Rudy Gobert, who uh, is a two-time defensive player of the year, back-to-back. So I I feel like, you know, well, that the whole Dennis Rodman thing, that's not a big not, He doesn't have to score, but he's going to get 30 rebounds. And if he gets 30 rebounds, that gives you a bunch of other opportunities to score. So I feel that his rebound is giving them more opportunities than Draymond Green scoring 10 points for a triple-double. And Rudy Gobert, I – He's player. That, look, you can get a rebound, have another offensive possession. Doesn't matter if you're not going to score off of it. Look, you lock up, you lock up Michael Jordan, right? You can double team him, do whatever. And and Scottie Pippen, I'm sorry, Scottie Pippen. Is 
that's look, look, all you yeah. look. You can you can double up on Michael Jordan. Uh, put put first of all, Draymond should be recovering or should should be covering MJ, right? And if you want to give him help, you can put Andre Iguodala on him to to double team him too. Andre Iguodala, he didn't. He wasn't close to shutting down LeBron like they said he was. And the Bulls, and also Michael Jordan, as great of a player as he was, he, he wasn't doing anything without without his little super team as well. People talking about, oh, LeBron only won championships for the super team. Michael Jordan went out. He, I think his record was one and nine in the playoffs without Scottie Pippen. Like he could, he couldn't do anything. He lost in the first round multiple times. That was when he was going against Dennis Rodman, who would completely bully him and uh, control him the entire game. He got in his head, got him out of his game, which threw him off. And then after that, he went out and got him on his team and just made the team better. Like, you have the best defensive player in the league, probably the best defensive player ever. Then you have Michael Jordan, one of the most dynamic players ever. And and you have Scottie Pippen, who's just a right-hand man who's always ready to go and play some defense and get some buckets. So if you double Michael Jordan, he can pass Steve Kerr, Ron Harper, or – Scotty Pippen, they'll shoot the three. We have another caller that wants to join. Okay. Hold one moment. We have another caller that wants to join. Yeah, you can still have. You can you still stay on. Thank you. You can stay on and join the comment. We just can add someone else to the conversation. Hi, you're on the line with Rod God Sports. Did you have some feedback this evening on tonight's discussion? Hi, Rod God. I have a question about the Super Bowl. How much faith do you have? All right. How much faith do you have in the Kansas City defense with Tyrone Matthew and how he's playing and all the trash ball coming from the D-line? Well, I think that Tyrone Matthew is playing. He's playing great. But the defensive line is not playing that. I don't think they played that well against the Packers, I mean, against the Titans. Even though they limited limited Derrick uh, Henry to 70 yards, they were running goal line at the 50-yard line. So that doesn't show much of their defensive strength. And I think that their their defense is getting better with the help of Tyron Matthew. And I don't have that much faith in their defense. But the same thing is I don't know how much faith I have in the 49ers defense, even though they get a lot of pass rush. But I can't recall the last time Patrick Mahomes has been sacked. So, Well, so how, how much do you think it's going to be different if they're running the same defense they did against Derrick Henry? With them having more – Titans having more of a ground and pound where the 49ers are trying to get to the edge more with their speedy backs instead of power backs. That's the thing. They have the Frank Clark and Chris Jones and all those big guys on the defensive line of the of the Chiefs won't be able to keep up with the uh, in crazy speed of the 49ers. They have Mostert and you have um, – Matt Breida, and they both are like some of the fastest backs in the league, and they're great at getting into the outside. And they also use run a lot of different option plays and trick plays to throw the defense off, which allows a lot of open field down uh, open field play to be made for Jimmy Garoppolo. So I think it's going to be a tight matchup, and that their defense will have to change the way they the Chiefs defense is going to have to they play if they want to stop the 49ers' uh, speed run. How much faith do you have in Jimmy Garoppolo? If the game came down with two minutes left, 49 is down by four, starting at the 25-yard line, how much faith do you have that he can put it together a touchdown 
drive to win the game. I have 100% faith in him. He might be the best quarterback, but he is a great game manager after being the year under break together. I think he's a, a great game manager, much more than the other quarterback. Even though he may not be the best, he'll know how to handle the situation and get the score when it's needed. Because the games against the um, against the Saints, he came back and won the game with his great uh, talk management and field management. So, Carla, who is your pick for the Super Bowl this Sunday? Uh, I'm going to have to take the 49ers with a score of 30, 34-24. 34-24. So, so what makes you say that? One, I'm a true 49ers fan, and I have faith that nobody I, – I don't think – I think Tyreek Hill, he's got a couple routes in the system, and I feel like our zone coverage with our stud linebackers can lock him up. The one problem is going to be our weak side corner. I don't know about him. I know Sherman's got him all lock, got locked on his side, but I don't know about the other side. That's the one weakness we have. <laughs> Is it Witherspoon or who's the other corner? Witherspoon and Witherspoon's not going to be starting because he's been playing bad lately. But the other guy, he's been playing all right, but he's he's relatively young. Well, is even though they may play zone coverage, if Patrick Mahomes gets time in the pocket, he's going to pick apart the zone. So I don't know. I feel I feel like it could be a high scoring game. Or a shootout because the uh, the Chiefs have such a high flying, fast scoring offense. So I just I don't know. I'm not I haven't got my prediction yet. Okay, so here are some predictions. We have some NBA games going tonight. So let's go down and see what. And caller, you can join into this discussion with Ride to God. We're going to do some predictions and see how well you guys really are when we come back next week. So tonight we have the Cavaliers against the Pistons. Who do you take? I take the I take the Pistons because they have a much stronger roster, even though it's not it's not good. It's just stronger than the abysmal Cavaliers. So I take the Pistons. So we have the Magic and the Heat. I take the Heat because they're coming off of that loss. But I don't know if Jimmy Butler's playing or not. But they're still a pretty strong a strong and steady team without him, and they work hard. Okay, then we have the Kings and the Timberwolves. What's the record? 16. All right. So I think that the Kings will win this one because Buddy Heald and Darren Fox will uh, outplay Carlton Towns and Andrew Wiggins. That's the main reason that they're going to win. The bench is going to score a decent amount of points. Mavericks and Thunder. So Chris Paul is not playing tonight, but I think that the Mavericks are going to win with Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis and Tim Hardaway Jr. So a lot of production from those three. Then we have the Spurs and the Bulls. What was that color? How do you feel about Shai Gilgis Alexander as an upcoming point guard? I think he's has a very bright upside because he's on a lot of like skill that other players don't have. So like he has the great IQ and sees other plays that people wouldn't see. And 
he's good defensive, defensively and he's a great passer. So I think that he is a he's a future All Star for many years to come. Just make sure he doesn't hope he doesn't get injured. Rockets and Jazz. Rockets. Rockets. James Harden. He's gonna break out of that slump of him shooting terribly. James Harden is not playing tonight. Not? No. He's ruled out with a quad injury again. Those predictions come up um, next week when we come back. When we'll be back with Rod the God Sports. Um, did you have any closing remarks that you wanted to add this evening? On this is your first show. We understand, you know, this is your first time this worldwide platform. Um, Yonder and myself actually kind of decided that instead of waiting until September when this podcast was going to air, that for purposes of your favorite player passing away and to kind of get the ball moving earlier than waiting until later to create this platform so that you could, you know, get your opinions out there, get your facts out there, do what you love, speak on what you love. So do you have any closing remarks for your audience on the premiere and debut of Broad to God Sports? So I want to thank everybody for listening and coming out to support me and knowing that I love sports and am an avid fan of Kobe Bryant. It's just means a lot that people came out here and called on to my show and just helped support me, helped me just get everything started. So my closing remarks are, I would like to say, this is my bold prediction for the next few months, is that Zion Wayne become Rookie of the Year and outplay everybody and start averaging around 17 to, 25, 17 to 23 points per game, and John Morant is going to slow down with his production. So thank you to everybody, and we'll see you next week. Peace.